Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm so happy to be back with another episode of Shut Up and Listen for your viewing and listening pleasure. This is going to be the first week that we are rolling out videos as well as audio. Yay. And also, we're just rolling out voice bite which means that you guys get to engage with me and the show. You can ask questions, leave comments, and I will pick one or two voice bots, voice bots, voice bites to put on the air for the following week's show. And you can find those links on my Twitter page at Heather Mataraz and also at S-U-A-L with HM at at Twitter. <laughs> Sometimes I feel so old when it comes to all these social media things. Anyway, you know who doesn't make me feel old, who actually makes me feel incredibly, incredibly inspired and and hopeful is the upcoming interview that you guys are going to be hearing between me and Effie Brown, who I absolutely, absolutely adore. And I think that you guys are going to as well. She's a brilliant woman, filled with passion, filled with love of cinema and storytelling. And we had a really great conversation. So I hope you enjoy it and look forward to hearing from you and your voice bites. I was just saying. I don't care about your opinion. I just well, I'll think. tell you what I think. What's that you say? Would you just listen? I don't think so. Remember, ladies, one must not get one's knickers in a twist. I just... Please listen. Shh. I'm trying to help you. Listen. I don't think so. Excuse me. Well, I don't I'll tell you care. What I don't care. care. I don't care. Hey. Listen. Shut up and listen. Wait, is it going to mess up my hair? Ugh. Okay. Just kidding. I don't know how to. Are you good? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you Am look I? good. Do I? That's all that. You do. Thank you. Um, oh, and then I scoot over. Yeah. Yes, we're almost good to go. I oh, know there's no coasters. I feel like I could be kind of in trouble. Mm-mm. You're like live on the edge Mm-mm. with the four mica, right? Like this, like <laughs> polish right. <laughs> so, how do you know Zeke? Oh, I did a movie with him. I, I did right. billboard. That's right. Okay, okay. Let's talk. Okay, okay. Good, good for you. Yeah. I haven't not seen it, but I've been, I've heard about it since day one. Yeah, that's when he was talking about this thing. We did a panel together like ten, like over a fucking decade ago. <sighs> yeah, and I love him. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good dude. Sorry. How was that? Was that? A good experience? Was it like super hardcore? Or? I mean, it, 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 I like, I'm like, part of me wants to save this for. Oh, go, no, but, no, go for it. That's no, okay. But Justin, in, I, <laughs> you're like this. It's Zeke. We understand. Okay. It's it, it's also, um, <clears throat> I mean, we came, you and I came up pretty much at the same time, which is. Is that really, does that trip you out when you realize you're like, am I a fucking veteran? 
Am I a vet? Have next, I like, have I like, yeah. Next year, it'll be 30 years. Shut the front door. Yeah. 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 And I'll be 37. <laughs> exactly. I was a child producer. You were a child <laughs> actor. <laughs> That's what I was. We were all prodigies. <laughs> but not really. No. I never like this. Yeah, it's all that. Like, it's real. Like, shit just, anyway. Well, I'll wait till you're. We're good to go? <clears throat> okay. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Shut Up and Listen. I'm actually going to cut that out right away because I realized that we're doing a new format. But anyway, um, <laughs> I like I'm, I'm so excited for the guest that I have today. She is, I mean, she is a veteran. She's a veteran <laughs> of the entertainment industry. It's, it's true. And mm. uh, it, I mean, you've seen her work everywhere from Real Women Have Curves to Dear White People, Effie, Effie Brown, welcome. Hello, and thank you. And do you go by Effie Brown or Effie T. Brown? What is, <laughs> what do you prefer? It depends if I'm trying to like really flex. No, okay. it's really just Effie. It's okay. fine. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Well, how the hell are you? I am good. I'm good. Yeah. You know, um, it's, but I, and I, but I mean that, like, I mean that I'm actually good. I had to take, um, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a talker. So <laughs> I took last year down. I had, um. I literally didn't work at all last year and I sort of got myself together. So this year in 2019, I'm like on fire. So I can actually say, how are you? And someone's like, I'm good. Cause this time last year, if someone asked me that, I would be like, huh? like, you, like, you know, but like, you're like, you're reactive. Like, you're like, I don't know. I, I, what's the next thing that's going to be thrown at me? Like you yes. even had that moment of like, you know what you're going to do? You're going to sit down and read a book. What? You know what I mean? So, yeah. anyway, so that's what I did. But now I'm, now I'm like, I'm good. Like I've put some things to bed, meditated on some shit. You're like, all right, I can be good. And did that, and had, do you always been somebody that would take some time off for self to practice self-care? Is like self-care new for you? It was new. It's new for me. It was new for me, but it was really, it was really necessary. And it was, um, you know, I call it like a God shot, like all of, like all sorts of things started lining up at the right time. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you know, we'll go into the trajectory of the career, but there was like some real like whack shit that was happening. <laughs> and I'm talking about, it's like 20, like 2017. And then I, I went and did like a Disney Channel musical in Toronto. And then I came back and I was like, what are you doing with your life right now? And then I won this big a grant from Cinereach. And it was literally, I'm on a Friday night opening bills, because I don't know if anyone's ever been like this, like, you don't really want to open your bills. Like, you wait till they get a certain amount high up, and if there's enough that are red, you're like, okay, I guess I got to open up bill. I got to open up the mail. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's it, swear to God, hand to God. And I was like, ugh. And I opened up this one envelope, and I thought it was like a publisher clearinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like you have fifty thousand dollars of an unrestricted grant and i was like get the fuck out of here but it was real and i literally they didn't tell me that i want they sent me a check in the mail and it was from people that i knew but it was there in new york so, and it was like literally like at nine o'clock like la time and i was like you're not gonna wake up these people and say is this real are you fucking with me are you fucking you know what i mean because it literally i was like because you know you get really excited now because i'm always like you like the something being yanked away 
you know, whatever. So I got that big grant and I had some savings left over from the movie. And I had like, it was like a, that moment. And this is going to sound, <laughs> I'll explain it, but I call it, I was like, you can have a rich white lady year. And I was like, what? Like a rich white lady year. And what I mean by that is, like when I was a kid growing up watching soap operas, yeah. and you would see like the rich white ladies. <laughs> I know, I know. I like General Hospital, like all my children, like Susan, like they were like, what they would do is they would like have self care. They would like go to like jazzercise and read books and have lunches and have, you know what I mean? And travel and like all of that. And I was like, I remember I didn't realize like I was a kid watching it and I was like, someday I want to be a rich white lady. You know what I mean? I know it sounds I'm all like black power. I love myself. Everything's fine. No sisters come at me. You know what I mean? But like, I'll explain. I'm all super dope. But like I had that moment. I was like, you can have your rich white lady here. And it wasn't like it was I had to budget and be modest. But I was like, you don't have to work. You know what I mean? What do you want to do? Because I don't know if you've ever had this as a conversation, you know, mm-hmm. where you were like, if you have to say yes to every opportunity, because I always, I had to, I had to do some, undo some, um, some old stories that didn't work for me anymore, where I was like, if you don't do everything, they'll stop offering it to you. Yes. You know what I mean? I do. Hence, yes, I, I, I absolutely do. And I think in this industry, especially, it can be very, very hard and can be very, very difficult. Where <clears throat> I was just talking about this with somebody at the WGA mixer mm. that just happened mm-hmm. at the public house that I went to, which I was grateful to go. I, 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 I also look outside of myself and am in shock by how much I've changed that that is something that I would even do Mm -hmm. and introduce myself to strangers Mm -hmm. even though everyone was wearing a name tag which makes it a little less Mm -hmm. daunting but we were talking about like let me just get back on track Uh -uh. um yeah just saying yes to everything and where where do you draw the line in terms of personal ethics, you know, and uh. and being treated and and feeling like an employee to your agents sure. as opposed to remembering that they are in fact the employee and that you are the boss, you know, and there's <clears throat> something within us, I feel as artists, that hopefully we get to grow through and, and grow out of, but there's a, a childlike feeling that I, that we all have where it's, I desire to be taken care of in that way by my reps because I'm a creative being and ba 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 and you take care of like all of the business stuff. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten to recognize <laughs> like you ain't shit, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> it's up to me. And and getting to trust my gut and getting yeah. to trust my instincts in terms of what I say yes to and what I say no to. Because every time I've said yes, when I intuitively felt a no, I have been treated abysmally. Are you exactly? I totally get it. Are you doing something for? I mean, because here's the real deal. I had the, I, I mean, like, I had that moment where I was like, you, like, I realized that I was making my decisions out of fear and yes. money. 
Do you know what I mean? And I was like, because I went through, I call it the darkness. There was a darkness in like 2008 where everything I touched like fucking fell apart. And like I almost lost my house and I, my car almost got repoed. Like when you have that real moment of like, no, 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 everything's supposed to be okay. Like it's a good, you know what I mean? Like, and then shit like was, it was a recession. It was bad for everybody. And then, and then I didn't realize that like I, that was traumatizing to me. And from that point forward, I've made like my moves have been like, to stockpile money up in case for that fucking rainy day. You know what I mean? And then I was doing that and saying yes to things and to people and like literally, and I just, and I did, I, I literally just put this to bed where I was like, you've got to stop saying yes to people to go and like speak at random places, like for a chicken dinner. And you know what I mean? And like for like a plane ticket, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, we don't value, like you want to be, you always want to give back and I give back like a hundred percent. But then you just start realizing that like, by you giving, you're not taking care of yourself. And it's a weird thing of being like, well, who's taking, you know, anyway, I had that moment of just being right, I had to stop and be like, okay, what do you need and really in order to live? Right? Like how much, like what, how much money do you really need in order to live? Not what you think to floss or try to be fancy, but what do you really fucking need? And then to be like, why are you saying yes to things? Are you saying it because you think it's going to get you to the next step? Like if you, are you doing this out of truly giving back? Are you doing this because you might meet someone to go there? Are you always got to be seen? Like I hate, you know what I mean? Like Instagram, like Facebook, all of that, like that can really, the compare and despair is real. I'm off, I'm totally off topic, but like (laughs) it's, I'll wing it back in, but like, that compare and despair. But anyway, but going back to like last year, I was like, I'm done. I'm actually going to take this moment and I'm not going to be so reactive, right? I'm going to take this moment and be like, what do you want to do? Because I could go and be a gun for hire producer because I'm really good at like picking up people's, like I can, I can produce my ass. Like there's a couple of things like I can produce my ass off like that. I know. But then you're like, do you like producing anymore? And I was like, when you, when you have those moments, right? Right? When you have those moments when you're like, well, that's how you identify. Like, you are the, like, do you like that anymore? Like, have people been treating you the way that you wanted to be treating doing it? Is this your gift? I mean, is it like, you know, what got, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, I'm just yeah. riffing. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I, 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 and having that moment to ask yourself those things and, and be like, it's okay. Like, yeah. And, and that to me, I, I I feel a congratulations. That's incredibly brave. Uh, it's incredibly. <laughs> I I don't know a lot of people that would be willing to do that. Period. That's deep. Oh, thank you. But, but that's but that, but I think everyone kind. Of, um, here's the other thing too. Like I'm gonna be, I know black don't crack and all that. But like I'm gonna be fucking fifty in a couple years, right? Do you know what I mean? Like I'm a grown ass woman like I am clearly and squarely middle age like the men that I'm looking at now where I look back I'm like I look and I was like I was like wait they could be my sons right? you know what I mean you know what I mean and then you're like and then all of a sudden you're in this invisibility thing where you're like why are they looking at me like because you're fucking almost 50 like you know they're not looking like it's a whole other thing we'll go into that later a whole okay. other fucking thing okay <laughs> like, but you know but I think that at this age you get to the point where you're like oh my god like on your deathbed and we're nowhere near it. Do you know what I mean? God willing. But like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be out here scrimping and saving and like making decisions out of fear and making moves to win awards or what you think is going to put you in some other place? Like to be like, do you like, is that what you want to be about? Yeah. Or because when you're talking to like, when you're flying out, you know, out of town to speak to like young women who are on the come up, 
you're not saying that. You're giving them a whole different fucking, you know what I mean? A whole different speech and a whole different spiel about the courage of your conviction and passion and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like who, these two people, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth and you need to reconcile them mm-hmm. before it's, I think, I think it becomes like a, I mean, I'm making more dramatic than I should be, but like, you get that point of like no return. And I think everyone should do a bit of self, I feel, this is I'm getting on a soapbox, but I feel everybody and probably around this time, does a little bit of like, who are you? Are you the woman that you thought you were going to be in your mid-40s? Like, hmm, maybe like, you know, like it is like, do you have a, like, are you happy with your life? And I'm like, I kind of love my house. I love my dog. Yeah. You know, you have that moment of like, oh, but you don't have a husband, you don't have kids. And you're like, God, I don't really want kids. Mm -hmm. And then you have that whole other, you know what I mean? You have that thing of, you know. That whole thing of being like, but you, the things that the questions you really can ask yourself and you can in the quiet of night and to be like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, you can answer honestly. And then when you hear the response of like, I don't fucking like kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're cute with other people. They're lovely. Yes. But like, you know what I mean? I'm like, if I, you know, I remember being a little kid and being like to my mother, of saying, like, when I grow up, I want to have puppies instead of babies. And then, like, I would have a lot of them. And my mother was like, you're crazy. And then I realized at 47, I'm like, still feel the same way. <laughs> I could give I'm like, I'd much rather have that. Because, you know, anyway, I'm rambling a bit, but please. <laughs> no, it, it it's, it's, I mean, this is, to me at least, what real honest conversation looks like. You know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's funny because I I feel like in the last two years I've I've gone through something similar, mm-hmm. but from the acting perspective, you know, where I, I I grew up with that identity. Yes, I grew and up. And people put that identity on you, right? And what that means mm-hmm. and what that looks like, and comparing to other people who mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a trip. I, I I couldn't imagine being an actress. I couldn't imagine that. Like that is, like that would be. You have to be such. I mean, I really admire like, such a strong person to be a grown woman and not be falling apart. Like you know what I mean. Like you know what I mean. When I, when I mean that by <clears throat> this business, I mean Los Angeles. I mean I have very like I love my house. I love L.A. But whatever. But it is made up on broken dreams, right? And people feeling that they can have really unreasonable expectations mm-hmm. of what a human body and a human spirit can do and be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now with the advent, you know, of social media, where it's like, you have to be that person 24-7, baby. Like, your brand is everything. <sighs> like, could you, I, I know, I know, because you're an actor, so you can't imagine it, but like, I couldn't, I couldn't. Well, yeah. here's the thing, is that I, I can't really either. And I think that's... That's good. You're like, neither can I. That's that's one of the things I'm like trying to even think the last time that I posted something on Instagram. You know, it's it, 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 because I look and I see and I'm so much time is spent just maintaining this illusion of beingness. Yeah, And I mm-hmm. don't desire to maintain that illusion. I desire to be free of that illusion so I can live in my truth. So that way then I can be a clear channel to be an effective storyteller. You know, and for me, that means now more so getting to be behind the camera. 
100%. You know, getting mm-hmm. to write, getting to re- direct and getting to produce. That's what I originally wanted when I was a kid. Oh, really? You know, and like you did. I, okay. Like I loved acting. I I love acting. I love getting to be a mirror for people that are sitting in an audience, you know, like we're the I feel the architects of the heart, you know, like mm-hmm. we we have the gift and the responsibility to change someone after two hours of sitting in a theater. 100%. Like, 100%. And that, like, well, that's a, I think, ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I 100% agree. Like that, but, but before I go on to that, yeah. But did you ever, you said in the last two years, did you have a moment where you, I call it a come to Jesus moment? Like you were sort of, not like you were veering off the path, but it was getting a little muddy. Are you to be like, what you believed when you were 20 mm-hmm. to what you believed when you're 30 to where you were 40, those things grow and change and morph. Like the through line is always there, right? Yeah. But did you have that moment where you had to really sort of crystallize of like, yo, this is what they're telling me oh. I'm supposed to be, but this is really how I feel. And it's been a, it's mm-hmm. been a continual process. It's something that I, I, I hopefully will get to have with me the rest of my life in terms of... Uh, a friend of mine always says, trust, but verify. 100%. Mm-hmm. Trust, but verify. And I I sometimes can get it twisted in terms of, okay, am I in fear because my ego is all revved up and uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh? Uh, 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 um, and that desire to be responsible, all of these things of because I I can have moments of being terrified that I'm not going to get to my truth Hmm. that the answer is going to remain elusive and I've also recognized that I'm incredibly impatient Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just have to sit in that silence I have to sit in that uncomfortable silence. Yes, that was 2018. Yes, that and, was it. And 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 the thing is, is I I was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there there's still tiny little slivers that can come in every once and again where my my old idea of God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, will come into the forefront as I'm trying to listen to this deeper inner wisdom. And it it can wear the mask of deep inner wisdom, but it's really just fear speaking in spiritual ease. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and so it's, it's, it's been an experience of separating the wheat from the chaff in that way and getting to really intuitively decipher the different flavors, the flavor that my ego can have when it's having a good day <laughs> versus when it's having a bad day. And then the part of me that always knows that is unattached to any kind of result that's unattached to any kind of outcome holding it with a loose hand yeah yeah because it just is it just is i i think about death a lot Mm -hmm. and and it always comes back a lot more recently so it's either safe for me to die or it's not 
Mm. And the other side of that, it's either safe for me to live or it's not. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I absolutely, I agree with that. Like part of, and this is where we're going to get into God and spirituality. Like I absolutely and unequivocally believe. And there was a moment and I believe that everything happens for a purpose. And even though sometimes it's fucking brutal and sometimes it's painful. Uh, but I do know that I'm supposed to come out of it and, you know, and God wants me to come out of it. Uh, so I started when I talked about 2018 at the beginning of 2018 and I was like, I was like, I'm in my rich white lady area. I was going to be great. I'm like, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to, um, you know, read, I'm going to do, you know, st- my heart's desire. And like, I'm going to stop saying yes to everything and clear it up. And it was w- amazing. And at that time my father was sick and my father died the 4th of July weekend. And I was like, you know what? And I'm a daddy's girl. He is literally the only man that's ever loved me, who's ever accepted me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a rider. My parents were married for 52 years. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my whole family, like, if we're like that, you know, like that sort of like lovely black family. So my dad died. And I had this moment where I was like, wow. If I didn't have this six-month buildup of taking care of myself spiritually, praying and meditating every day, journaling, actually doing my God, my work, my work of like, this is, nope, no, nope, nope, this is who they think that you are. You've adopted this old story, but it's not really you. You are the, I call it the gooey, the gooey part. Like you're like, but you're this tough chick, whatever. And I'm like, I'm really a gooey hot mess that can take a punch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's really, but I had that come to Jesus. Mom, like that's really it. And I, and speaking of death, I was like, people are like, are you falling apart? And I was like, it was really, I wasn't because I was like, either you have faith or you don't. And that was it for me. And I was like, do you have faith or you don't? And I was like, wow, out of all the shitty things that I've been through from the project green lights to fucking bitter portrayals from people who I was like, I thought we were in it to win it to losing like everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like financially, like almost being in ruins. I always had faith. And I was just like, what do you know what I mean? I was like, I was like, I was, I was calling God all kinds of names. Do you know what I mean? Like me and God had words, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I always had faith. And I always knew that like, I would be like, I would be carried fucking through, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that was a thing of being, and it was like, oh, daddy's fine. He's no longer suffering. And I'm looking around at my crazy family and I'm like this, oh, these are the people I got to do. You know what I mean? Like I got to deal with y'all now, you know? And I'm like, but it's all, I have to tell you, beautiful. I was like, I was like, that is like a God. And I say, when I say a God shot moment of being like, because if I were on a show or on a shoot wrapped up in my ego, fucking power plays on set, trying to like, you know, manage like creative and finances and resources and not being like dealing with misogyny and racism. Like we deal with every, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all that, like I would not have been in the position to plan my father's funeral. Like, cause that's what I did. Do you know what I mean? I got there like, that's who I, you know what I mean? That's the kind of check my brother. And I'll, at the end also like my brother came in and I love him to pieces he was late because he had a doctor's appointment, right? Comes to find out, like we buried dad a week or two later, he's in renal failure, stage fucking four. He needs a kidney. I've been sober for 12 years. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, these are fucking pristine. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm getting ready again, again, being like, I'm getting ready to, you know, I'm doing my prayer, my meditation. And I'm like, yeah, 
Like I'm ready to do this testing. Like people keep coming into my life who have done it before. And I'm like, you know what? God willing, if I'm a, I'm a match, I'm ready to give it. But like, again, truly all because of that year. You know what I mean? Of being able like reading, meditating, support group, like everything. Like it's brilliant. And I know we're talking about death, but like, I don't believe in it. I got to honestly just admit, like, I don't believe, like, I think, I don't know if there's heaven and pearly gates or any of that stuff, but I absolutely believe that we are energy and energy does not die. We're just going to do something else. Like, no matter what, I'm like, that's my, and that's what I believe in. Some people are like, I was just talking about it the other day. We were having an Easter conversation and I was like, people can make fun of me for my faith and my belief. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's what I've got. That's, that's the beat of my, my, my middle age gym. I'm like, I don't care. You know what? I like magic. And if you think it's like crazy that what I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's fine. Like God is magic then. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, what is more magic than recognizing that we're sitting here right now in this building, in this room, in the city of Los Angeles, Los in the Angeles, state of, city of angels. <laughs> in the state of California, in the United States, it, a, a part of the world and and I, I I continually expand outward. We're literally on a sphere that is wobbling. Not even it's not even seamless. It wobbles at I think over seven hundred thousand miles per hour, or some ridiculous number like that. Like someone's gonna at me and be like, actually, it's actually, actually like this is like this last time I was. And like, I'm curious. I do <laughs> want to know. So please enlighten me. Um, that to me is magic. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Just as as much as getting to drive down Sunset and seeing like a little dog with his head out the window, oh like, my god, just smiling Absolutely. and so happy. Done. That's the gooey bits. Those are like those are the moments where you're like, at the best. Like I don't know. That's where I, I just and that's when, but that's what part of the thing of being like, well, what makes you happy? Yeah. And then I realized, I'm incredibly simple. <laughs> And I was sort of, I was really surprised. I was like, you're simple. Like, I always thought I wanted to be like complicated and like extra. And I'm like, you're not. Yeah. I'm literally like, I love TV. I love my dog. I love telling stories. And I love like fighting the power. Like, that's what I get off on. Like, that's it. And I go, the worst thing for me, and I always, and I laugh and I was like, like if everything was fine, there was no more racism, no more misogyny, and every had a, everyone had an equal playing field. I'd be like, "What the fuck would you do?" And I'm like, "I think I'd just die because I don't know." You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, like my whole, and that's when like sort of dumbing it down of like, "Who are you?" And you're like, "Oh, I think that's what God like that was that's been my God gift from like a child on." Like you know what I mean? Like when I talked about who you are at 20 and 30 and 40, I'm like, you've always been that person, the sort of fight the power, empower, like whatever, yeah. you know that person and I, and I was like oh that's just nice to be able to sift through everything and yes. then to come up and be like oh this is what oh this is what you're into okay and then like all this extra shit doesn't really matter which is for me it's great now because now I'm you know I'm leaving in two weeks to go shoot like a little black female action movie I started and I'm looking for my film you know what I mean like all, like the big things like the film fund like being able to do what I wanted to do my company doing a thing for Netflix, like a YA superhero girl coming of age musical. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's the sort of stuff, like educate as you entertain. Anyway, but like it's, but it it literally like all that last year, all that death, illness, betrayal. Like, you know, last year was a big like, wow, like, you know, betrayal Mm. to being like, okay, great. This is where you are. 
this is who who's left. Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up? That's dope. Like that also is like, thanks, God. Like I can ask that question and answer it. I'm 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 letting it sit. I'm letting it register. I I'm I'm so grateful that you're here. Yeah, I think it was a good conversation. I'm really happy. I was like, oh, we're gonna go deep. I'm like, thanks. I usually people just want to talk about like, so how did you start your business? And then you know what I mean? Well, I think this is the this yes. is the stuff where you're like, like, how do you survive? Like, how do you live life? How right do you now? thrive? Like, yeah. Hello? And let's talk about that for a minute. That was that's a that that's an old thing of like, how do you survive? Like, that's fear. That's like <laughs> and I had to get to that point of like, what if everything's gonna be great? Yes. You know what I mean? Like what, what if, if? What if everything's gonna be great? And my thing is like, you know, it'd be great. Like that's where I had that moment of like, what makes you happy? I'm like, I think like I love living in Echo Park, but I think I could actually like live someplace in the woods in like Pacific Northwest. Find my like you know what I mean? Like like that's my dream. My, that's my, you know, it's my, it's my lab. <clears throat> People like this, when a producing thing doesn't work out, oh, and I'm like, I've had enough. I'm like, what's my get out of jail free? Pacific Northwest with my dog, cabin with a river and some woods and some rocks. <sighs> and I have, and I'm like a naturopath. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody like deals like with natural medicines and healing. That's all. That's it. That's people are like, what is like your end game? Like my end game is super simple. Again, that's why I go like, why do I want to be a producer in Hollywood? Like that seems so hard when like my happy place is like, I had like a coffee shop with like medicinal teas and people would come up there and like relax and sort of get themselves <laughs> together. Like, and like, right. And I'm like, yes. But I think that I'm going to do that too. Maybe I'll be my fifties okay. or sixties. Like who knows? <laughs> That is, I mean, but you're a happy place. But you're, what are you? You're like, uh, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of getting to recognize that I'm allowed to be happy. Period. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm in the process of recognizing that it is safe for me to experience pleasure. What? What? What do you mean that? That's that's fucking loaded. What does that mean? <laughs> like, so you don't you you never allowed yourself to be like, woohoo! I'm just like dancing in your house, happy. Are you? Yeah, not hide it. not not really. I I. That's fascinating. It, yeah, I I had um, <clears throat> like sorry, I'm not getting in your face. Like, like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, it's 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 all good. I I had a history of of depression as a result mm-hmm. of PTSD from. Sex trauma, mm-hmm. ba 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 ba. That shit's hard to undo, isn't it? <sighs> really hard to undo. You know, I, I don't. I don't know that I desire to use the word hard. This mm-hmm. is what I will say: mm-hmm. that I, I loved myself enough, had a mustard seed of love for myself mm-hmm. to allow me to fight for my life in the way um in in ways that i i didn't even think were possible that's great and it it took me until i was essentially on my hands and knees just really wanting to die mm-hmm. but the truth was not knowing how to live and how to get out of this pain mm-hmm. and I said a big prayer up, multiverse, universe, whatever, where it was like, all right, I'm ready. And 
as always happens, and I always eat the mic. Mm. Not used to it. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> You're like this. I don't know what's happening there. I'm right. like, ooh, a little too close. Um, but it, a series of opportunities presented themselves, which I, I took that allowed parts of me that were still kind of locked up and terrified mm -hmm. to be released mm -hmm. and healed and transformed. So I'm still very much in the journey of getting to feel comfortable within my own space awesome. mm -hmm. of beingness and of taking up space. Oh my God, this is good. I mean, I'm very, it's super brave and I'm very happy for you, but that's, Oh, I feel for you, like to have been in that other. I mean, this is and I don't want it to sound callous because we've mm -hmm. um, we'd be hard pressed to find a woman that hasn't had some yep. sort of, you know, what I, and that's, yep. that's not like that's I'm like it's not cool, but you know, and I'm sure my defense mechanism is to be like everyone's gone through it. Buck up, camper. Mm -hmm. But when I'm I, but it's, ugh, like it's a. Uh, it's really, I know, like, it just makes my heart go like, fuck, sister. Like, I feel you. Like, I feel you. And that's, um, and to, when you, and just when I hear someone say, I just, and, and you're not the first person, sorry, I don't want to like, you know, no, and no. it's very common of being like, I'm just like finding my voice. I'm just like, you know, okay to take up space. You know, I'm, you know, that to me is just like, oh, that's so good. And then I have this moment where I'm like, who, what fucker did that? You know what I mean? Like this, like, ooh, who made that not okay for you? You know what I mean? You know, like, but that's like, mm. But here's the truth, though, on the other side. I I, I do believe, I, I won't prescribe this belief for anyone else. Mm -hmm. I can only speak from my experience that every single thing that has happened in my life has not happened to me. It uh. has not happened, like, it's for me and through me. I know. And I, and that's it. So I get to be in choice. Yeah. Right. In terms of how do I alchemize this shit into gold? Yeah. And because I can, you can look at shit two different ways, right? Like, oh man, I just stepped in some. It's so gross. It's disgusting. Now I smell. Or it's, ooh, look at this manure. This would be perfect. Like for the garden that I'm just planting. Or to get a new pair of shoes. Or to get a new <laughs> pair of shoes. That's a, no, I'm with, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I'm really picking up what you're putting down. And it's that sort of soul work. And when, and going back to like, when I was saying like, fuck, that's so hard to undo. And I'm speaking for, I'll speak for myself. Yes. And being, when I talk about old stories, yeah. right. And the things that, um, that you don't allow yourself to have because something happened to you in childhood and traumatic. So, you know, like, and I love my, this is not like, um, I'm not trying to out anybody or make anybody feel bad, but like a lot of times in the black community, like we get beat, like that's fucking deep. Like I remember, and I love my father who never, although I probably love him, but uh, like, uh, because he never hit me. You know what I mean? My mother, me and her, we have a moment, you know what I mean? But you think about like how, people grew up, but like getting like beatings, you know what I mean? Or whippings when you didn't mm -hmm. act right or whatever. Instead, I was like, that shit's traumatizing. That's traumatizing. Yeah. And people like, and they were like, well, why are you so, like when I remember growing up and being like, 
because I got kicked out of school for fighting, right? Do you know what I mean? Because I was like, well, and I would like, um, I'd be like, did anybody read a book ever heard like hurt people hurt people? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm learning how to bully. And I was a bully, you know, but I was a bully for like the underdog. I will say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was yeah. that person, like, yeah. you know, but it was, I just think about those moments of like that sort of stuff that's hard to unpack and who you are then, like, and who I am now. And like, an, an unpacking of like, especially with men, you know what I mean? And sort of, un, you know, and like the, you know, shit that has happened, that has happened to a lot of women, but being able to undo it. You know what I mean? And being like, you're reacting that way out of fear because you're expecting this or you, you're going to go to a lie because you are afraid of being whipped. You know what I mean? Or yes. getting a beating. Yes. Or you're like, you know, you want to get along to get along because no one's going to believe you. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that sort of shit. of like, Survivorship. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? And then now it's like, and that's why I'm saying to undo and be like, okay, that isn't that. You know what I mean? That's an old story. And let's do, let's choose it. Like you said, choice. That's a great way of putting it. Like I'm living in choice. And that's what I have literally have been doing, you know, aggressively for the past 12 years, aggressively um, in the past year of just like, I've gotten, I feel like I'm in my PhD course of it now of like, you know what, let's figure it out. Like you understand like what's going on. Like let's, you know, and really feel that God is for you. You know, I believe, and I'm just going to call it, God. I'm going to call it whatever you want, your higher power, whatever. But like, I feel that like, like God is for you, not against you. And a lot of times, like I've had to do that work of like, I, okay, do you ever do this? This is, this is my thing. Mm. Somebody tells me of an opportunity. And before I let myself get really happy about it, I think of the worst case scenario, right? You know what I mean? Like this is the thing that's going to have me get super excited about it. They're all going to embarrass me. They're all going to, yeah. like, they're going to screw, they're all going to laugh at you, Carrie. You know what I mean? I go to the worst case scenario. And, but I didn't realize that you, feel that like the chemicals in your body oh, yeah. like actually make that happen like that worse so you feel it and you're there and you're holding on to it and i'm doing that as a defense mechanism so that if something terrible happened i already did it to myself i already thought about it i already knew about it so i'm so already prepared hurt. so won't fucking hurt and then that's why I, the most revolutionary thing that i've thought about is like well what if everything goes great what? isn't that crazy like Woo! like what if like Woo! what if what if because then I don't take it away from you. Because, right? <laughs> but, but here's the other side of that. And, the, and that is where I feel the center of my healing is right now mm -hmm. is with that question of what if everything goes well? What if I am supported? What if I can trust? What if I can feel safe and know that I am worthy, mm. that I am worthy not because I'm special, not because I'm unique, not because of any of those things, but because I am here and I am alive. There is something for me to do. I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. That also means that everyone else is worthy as well, even though I would like to <laughs> argue that point That's so funny. sometimes. No, I get it. I get you. I just, yeah, keep going. Yeah. And, and what I found, though, on the other side of that is having to grieve and having to have that heartbreak. I know, and to say it's with, okay. It is, oh. With that, all of the, for, forgive me for what I did not know. I, I, oh my God, this is so creepy that we're not creepy, but like it's great that we're having this conversation. I literally, I've, and I'm grown. I had this moment where I'm like, wow, Effie, I apologize to myself. I'm like, I'm really sorry, honey. Like I'm really, I get like right now, I'm like, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I'm really sorry that you that you know that you didn't know any better and yeah. so you did the best you could and yes. I'm sorry I'm sorry yes and like you're not that you know what I mean and I literally like right now I'm in tears and I'm like but that was like really revolutionary for me 
And to be like, no one, because really, like, I would get, because I, you know, I'm a fight, I'm a fighter, you know, and I'm like, and why are you so angry? And I'm like, and I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be angry at everybody. And I'm like, until I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I have to give myself the apology that like, no one else is going to give me. Yes. So I was like, yes. I was like, no one else is going to be like, Effie, I'm sorry that they did that. I'm sorry that it, you were perceived this way. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it's, a, and I'm like, oh, and it gives me that gooey part, which is where like, that was part of the work for me where I was like, that's where you live. That's where all the good things come from. That's the gooey part, the gooey part of you. And like, and it's a fucking fierce gooey part. It's not yeah. like fucking weak, you know what I mean? But like, it is gooey, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay. But yeah, but the whole, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, honey, yeah. to yourself. Like that's, I didn't realize like how hardcore I was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... I um, was scrappy as fuck when I was a kid and I, I wasn't a bully, but I would fight. I got bullied, but I would fight back. Mm -hmm. Like I would fight like dink of a fuck. But see, that's what I'm saying. But like, that's all, but I always made friends with those girls. Like those little, those little tech work. I'm like, we tell what's going to happen. I'm one little girl. I remember that. And I'm like, and now we're like besties. I love that. <laughs> totally. But that ride or die, that sort of like, you know, like what? Yeah. Love like, that. Mm -hmm. Want to say something? Yeah. Huh? Hmm? Where did you grow up again? I grew up out on Long Island. Okay. Yeah. East Coast. All right. Jersey yeah. girl. Me too. Just <laughs> the, I mean, I, I, I could not wait to get out of there. I didn't identify mm. with any of those beings. I just, I didn't, I didn't identify. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. And, and that gets to be okay. Um, it just was a, I had the, the unique experience I feel of almost being on the outside for a lot of things. And so I, I got to observe a lot and it made me that much more confused about human beings mm. <laughs> and why they are the way they are and what it is that they do. And the more that I observed, I, I, I truly got to understand that half the people aren't even thinking. They're not even conscious mm -hmm. uh, about what they're doing, what they're saying, how they're behaving. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's, it's hard to concentrate when you have that voice in your head that won't stop. That's guiding every single decision. <laughs> um, and conversation piece. And I, I, like my heart breaks for humanity. I don't like people, but I love humanity. Mm, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of putting it. No, I'm pick, I, I, I pick up. I mean, you know, my identity mm. And who I, you know, who I sort of like wrap my arms around is the other. You know, I think that growing up, always being the only like all, you know, only black face in an all white place and then being a woman on top of it. Like it's really, you know, and talking about being able to look at things from the outside like that's I've had no other way. Right. You know what I mean? I've had no other way because if it weren't for the color of my skin, it was like, you know, my vagina. Right. You know what I mean? You're just like, and I'm like, fuck, you know, um, and that became 
I don't know. I guess I, I call it I had to become multilingual. I had to start speak. You know, I had to start like re- being aware of others, but like I didn't learn how to like, like the code of like the white folks. Yes, code. that I was going to say. The it's, man it's code. It's all code. Then I have like, you know what I mean? The Uber, like black people code, but like, you know, like, okay. And then you have the, you know, you have all these different things. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, where, where do I go? Because, you know, I am black. I am a woman. I am like hard, you know what I mean? Like I'm all these different things, but like you just, you also see that there's a natural barrier. Like you have to learn the language, but like they don't necessarily know your language. Or care to learn it. Don't give a fuck about it ever. You just, know what I mean? Or like, all right, whatevs. They don't. And that's what's done when you mentioned, like, I don't think when I talk to people and I was so great, there's a guy named Rodrigo Garcia. Like he actually, um, he's a really talented writer and director. And like we were talking one day and he goes like, you know what, Effie? You know, as I saw like, well, you're getting obviously big movies offered to you, you know, and he's all like, he's like, no, they don't even think about me. Yeah. They don't even think about me for like the big, you know, the big movies, whatever. They always think about me because he does a lot with women, people of color. He's like, that's all I get offered. Like, that's it. And it's not malicious. They just don't think about you. And I mean, if you think that they're thinking about you, like keeping you out of some club, like what's going to be worse for you to really realize is that they're not thinking about you. At, at all, all. <laughs> it's not malicious and that was like really and because he's so he's so so fucking funny because he also said he's like um i'm like what i go i'm this and i'm that and he goes huh he goes if you have to tell anybody that you're a lady or you're rich you're neither and he like walks out the door <laughs> and i was like i thought that was great i thought that was great but that was the truth but like that was he we were laughing because he's so on point and that was like so long. It was like 20 years, such a long time ago. But I remember that of just being like, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that. And I'm the, you know, and he's like, if you have to tell anybody, then you're neither. Yeah. And I was like, but so much of my life has been like as black and a woman. I'm like, I've got to like, I got to tell you, I am here. Here I am. Look at me. I have to work twice as hard, twice as smart. Da, 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 to get half what you get. You know what I mean? That whole thing. So it just makes me, I mean, I'm just picking, I don't know what the point is, but I am picking up what you're putting down of like, it's true. No, like I, that's the truth. Yeah, I, 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 I get that, and I, I feel like I was, I was looking for someone that would dispute the internal narrative that I had about myself, that would tell me that I was wrong, and nobody was telling me that I was wrong. You know what I mean? So it's then walking around with the oh my god i am a big piece of shit i am mm. untalented i am this i am that because i what happens when one is insecure we look for validation we look for security and 99.9% of the time it's outside of ourselves and i I I felt like I had been so I'd been put into such a tight box mm, because I mm. started so young and with doing dollhouse when I was 11 yeah. like like you really came up yeah yeah at that time yeah but I also didn't have control no I know but like, that's so crazy that's what I'm saying like you had that sounds like being an actress I'd be like and you came as a child actress I was like girl like ooh. But it, it also saved my life, mm-hmm. you know, like work saved my life. It, it, it was a safe, sacred space for me where 
I could fully imbue the gifts that I was given. Mm -hmm. And, and I knew I was good. Like I never questioned my worth in that way. Isn't that interesting that you knew that you was like, there's some things that you hold sacred that you're like, I'm like, I can act my ass off like that. You never can take that away from me. I'm real good. Right. Until I got into my twenties. Oh no. Well, that's, you know, it's Mm -hmm. okay. Now that I am, I, I use this analogy where it's okay. I've been a size four. Now I'm no longer a size four. I'm a size eight. So why do you keep on sending me pants that are a size four? Oh, you know what I mean? In the sense of, I've never been an eight or a four. So (laughs) so I'm like, I'm crying. I'm crying size 16 tears for you, sister. (laughs) I'm like, that's so cute. No, keep going. But I understand. I understand this fucking with you. So, so what I think true artists desire to continually grow and evolve in their artistry, right? We as human beings hopefully get to grow and evolve and change over the course of, like you said, between 20 and 30, 30, 40, but, 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 And what happens when an industry says, no, you're a size four. And like, and you're bad if you're and, not that. And if you're not a size four, any, then we don't know you. We don't know you. I don't, I. I but you get, mm. at least for me, I had been so caught up in the illusion and the limited thinking of how this industry worked. And I be, the industry became my higher power. Oh, that is the worst. Yes. And also the most necessary because I had to completely hit rock bottom. Yes. And that is, oh, that is pain. When did you, when did you finally were like, oh, this is like you are, you had to get a whole new version of higher power. When did that happen? When you're like, this is like, you're going to kill me. Like, you know what I mean? Like that when you're, that like, I think you're probably high, that high. like 20, 2015, 2016 were mm. massive. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Massive, massive, massive. But I also have to look back at, I was sober for 12 years, mm-hmm. um, all through my 20s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I essentially spent that decade doing a lot of work yeah yeah, you know and -hmm. and within doing all of that work and and this is just for me um you can spackle a wall to the best of your ability but sometimes the rot is Mm -hmm. really in the foundation Mm -hmm. and the foundation for me the elusive foundation was the industry yeah. And then what happens when that foundation is taken away? Okay, well, then I have the foundation of self. And what does that look like? And that's when I, I, I <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm giggling to myself because I'm, I'm having a recognition and an aha moment right now of, you know, I grew up being gaslit. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I know you're talking about. And this mm. industry as well mm-hmm. is gaslighting ooh, you all the time, all the time, to the point that you really you think you're fucking crazy. Yeah, and that yeah. you can't trust your thoughts, mm-hmm. and you can't trust your knowing. 
like that still small voice, that intuitive voice that resides within all of us. If you were conditioned to not listen to that voice, or if one gives their power away to the powers that be that say, nope, that's not it. Listen to us. And I gave my power away a lot, but I didn't know, but I didn't know any other way. You know, it, it just, that was my experience until I was like, fuck this shit. And I'm taking my fucking power back. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what I have to do. I don't care what it is that I think I'm going to lose because mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my life. Mm-hmm. You had to fight for your life. I had, I had to fight, fight for, for my your life. life. That's exactly. Yes, girl. Yes. Like, that's revolutionary when you're like, I've, I understand. That's so great that you, you, you got there. You know what I mean? Like, because it's true, like being, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I, I can't, I can, I hear you. And I, is it empathize or something? Like, I can, I can empathize I guess and being like I can't imagine like what it's like to be an actress and have that happen but um but being on the flip side of that and working behind the scenes like I didn't even have the like I got into college on theater scholarships yeah I was supposed to be and I was supposed to act I was supposed to and then it became really clear in 1989 that there were like this was before like all we had was like Halle Berry. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm much dark. You know what I mean? That mom like, and you the went rejection to Loyola, was there. You I went, went to, to Loyola Marymount, right? So I went to Loyola and I got in on theater scholarships and I was in the Delray Players. Like it was like, I loved it. And then it became really apparent of like, oh, you're not, no one is even trying. Like my gaslighting, I mean, it was like, no one's looking for you, black girl, dark skinned black girl. Like no one's checking for you. There's not, there's not a market for you. No one's checking for you. Like you can play a maid or a whore or that, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, but I knew, I knew that I was destined for this. Yeah. Like I knew that yes. like a God was very clear of like, mm-hmm. this is where you're supposed to be. Cause at the very, like as a kid growing up in New Jersey, there was no reason for me to think about like, I'm going to do a TV show or I'm going to be in movies. Like I knew Grace Jones. I'm like, I'm going to do that. Like, you know what I mean? I knew, I yes. knew on an innate level. But then I took, like, I was like, you're never going to make it as an actress right now, I have no desire to be an actress. It seems too hard. I can't, over, but it was rejection. And I was like, what are you good at? And I'm like, I'm really good at putting, I'm really good at making a functional, dysfunctional family, like on sets. I'm really good at that. And I'm an army brat and I know how to make something happen and put people together. And that was a role that white folks who had money let me be because they were like, cause I never got the money to do big movies. Do you know what I mean? I got the shit that nobody wanted. And they were like, well, give it like, basically I had to make a meal out of scraps. So like, I wasn't even like, that was my lane that I was allowed to be in per them. You know what I mean? Per the industry. Like I wasn't like, well, go and be an agent or go and be like, they were like, not even checking for you that way. Yeah. 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 It's and and, and what strikes me is, is being given permission by like being given permission by, I just want to make sure that we're good on time. Okay. And it's 5.30, so this is... We're, we're awesome. We're <laughs> awesome. Um, let me ask you this in a, from your personal perspective within this industry and just in general. White feminism. Yeah, but same. <laughs> same Z's. Same Z's. No, right? It is so. It is so exhausting. Like, I'm exhausted. Sorry, what's your question before I just go off on a fucking tangent? Before I just go off on a fucking rant? Go ahead, though. 
So, you know, there is a plethora of white feminism. What? That but, is shocking. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what can I do to be a better ally? You know what? So, you know, I, and here's the thing. Like, the, and this is, and this is speaking out of both sides of my mouth, by Please. The way. And we're friends. So, like, yes. it's all good. Please. Like, here's for me where I'm like, I get this moment I, and I get so, and then like, I'm like, I have like a, uh, I'm a, a part of like a little black girl group that's on Facebook where we sort of like, we're called um, Hot Chocolates and Tasty Chow. Tasty Chow, because there's a Korean person. Oh, anyway, so black, we're the hot chocolates and like yeah. Tasty Chow, okay, whatever. Um, and we like literally like have just like a place where we can go and vent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get to this moment where I'm like, I'm so tired with love in my heart, educating people. Yes. I'm exhausted. Yes. I'm exhausted. Yeah. But I'm a great talker and I'm personable yeah. and people are like, well, you're a good black. And I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? But like, I can't, but you know what I mean? Here's yeah. the thing. There's tokenism, but like, there's a thing of like, someone's got to fucking take the bullet and whatever. But when, and I'm, so I'm talking about it both sides of my mouth, but like, I'm like, how can I be a better ally? And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, it depends on the situation. And I'm yeah. speaking of like in white feminism, like in Hollywood, where I'm like, you know what? Stop fucking taking all. Like, you know, for me, I'm just like, stop fucking taking the jobs yeah. where, and, uh, you know, where, you know, a person of color is probably better suited. Stop fucking hogging everything. You know, and it's with love in my heart that I'm saying, of like, well, I want to like, I want to amplify your voice. I'm like, you know what? No, you fucking don't. Yeah. You know that like black people right now or people of color are in and we're fucking bankable. So your ass is coming in and trying to pretend, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you personally. But I got you. But that's where we're coming in and we're like, oh, oh, oh. like I can talk about Green Book, which makes me want to punch somebody in the face. Oh. Right? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, and I'm like, and this is the same. Anyway, but I want to, anyway. Right. You know what I mean? But like I, and but I talk about, but I think about like, um, you know, uh, especially like in this, where people like, you know, probably about white feminism and being like, you know, uh, like my oppression and their oppression are totally different. But they try to, I feel like somehow it's weirdly trying to be co-opted. And I'm like, we're not trying to do the oppression Olympics because like we all fucking lose. Right. You know what I mean? We all lose if we're doing the oppression Olympics. Yeah. yeah. However, I just want to be, I want to say, hey, you white woman can walk into a fucking room and you can operate in a very different way that we're as a black woman and especially a dark skinned black woman is totally negated in a very, like you can't even fucking see it. Like what's going down. Yeah. So for like how to be a better ally, when someone's like, how to be a better ally, you know, I, you know, I, I really just like make fucking space. Yeah. Like, you know, make space and also and, and give resources or, you know, or expose resources and opportunity. But here's my thing. Mm. And this is where I'm like, and this is, goes back to what I was trying to do before. The only way that we're going to have a real change because right now, and, and this is my opinion, and I'm sure I'm going to get blown up, but I feel that like white feminists have access to money and resources that black women, I'm just keep saying women of color, do not. Yeah. And white women, because they have fucking money and like my husband is, or I'm a part of this, or I'm a trust fund fucking, you know what I mean? To be like, and for me, I'm like, dude, like, and you're like, and I'm being, because objectified as a woman, and you're like, I'm like, I would fucking kill to be objectified <laughs> with love in my heart. Like, I can fucking handle being objectified because I mean, at least I'm in the fucking room. You know what I mean? Like I'm there. I can like, at least I can make some shit happen. I'm not even there. Like I'm a fucking nobody. Anyway, that's what I, but I, but, but, but the solving of this for me is 
we need our own financing. The only way we need our own resources and access to our own resources, because like you were mentioning before, we're constantly asking for permission. Yeah. We're con- especially for stories and what's being told and yeah. resources. Yes. It's like, who do I, I'm just saying real talk, who am I going to? Like I'm doing a film that's an all black female film. I have a lovely little black queer director, yeah. first time filmmaker. Yeah. Another sister is my producing partner. I'm like black as can be, you know what I mean? It's like uh, uh, making it happen, right? Like black girl magic. But like literally, I know how much money, if I, this was a three white women, I know that I would have the budget that I needed. But literally, like you see it. You actually, they see it and they say it. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah. like you, this is what you're worth. Yes. And then you over yes. fucking perform, right? And then all of a sudden it's like it's an anomaly and you're like, but then and we continuously go through this over and over again. But I'm not like, nobody, like I'm getting off my cross. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like get off the cross. Like no one likes a fucking martyr. But to me, I'm like, how do I get into solution? And solution is we need our own resources and financing because we're constantly going to the same wells. And I find talking about the white feminism in this, in this particular yeah. business is, you know, if you look at the movies that are being made about like female friendship and things of that, rarely is it with a person of color, right? Do you know what I mean? Like even, um, there's like premiere tonight we were talking about earlier where I was like, ain't a colored person anywhere yeah. near that trailer. But then I right? think of Jen Kate Robinson, something great that just came out with uh, Gina Rodriguez starring, which has her own I like Gina yeah, yeah. she's a, she's pretty dope but I think about and this is where I'm going to just say too yeah please I don't know that movie so how much publicity is that getting like what, what list are you on right you know yeah. what I mean like yeah what I'm saying I don't see the billboards for that I see the Seth Seth Rogen and fucking Charlize Theron movie I see you know what I mean like I see like the JT Leroy okay I see like you know what I mean I'm like, yeah. just looking around and you're like yeah. mm, Avengers which love in my heart super white there's not a colored person anywhere in that trailer anymore <laughs> Because all the Black Panther people are, you know, but anyway, so anyway, so um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, but I'm just talking on it for a minute, you know what I mean? Because I can go, like, I want to, like, I'm talking too much right now, but I would get too much of a backlash, but like, I look at shit like that. Yeah. Like, I look at stuff to be like, if this is not like a colored TV show, like where everybody's black, and I'm like, I don't know what world you're living in. Like, I wish, I, I mean, I don't live in an all black world. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, where, where is that? But it's it's just interesting to see who actually gets access to money, you know, and I love people like, well, Ava DuVernay and like Charles King. And I'm like, that's awesome. You guys have, you know what I mean? I can like list off like a hundred of like white men and like, not a hundred, like, you know, white men and women, but like we have two. And I'm like, and how exhausted must they be that everybody goes to them? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have like Ava Longoria, like who's like killing it as well. Like there's certain people, but there's like, there should be more of us, you know what I mean, that actually can write a check. Yes. And has this too, I always like makes me go like, um, celebrity is now access to resources. Isn't that something? To be like, it's to be like if an actor is able to translate and like actually do things for money, you know what I mean? Like to actually get resources and funding yes. and all of that. And it makes me go, I'm like, well, wow. You know, the people and like people like me who are producers have to go run an actor's company, right? To make something happen, you know? But I'm like, but I want, I mean, like Charles King is, came up as an agent who's like fierce and love macro. And Ava is like, came up as a publicist and like is a fierce, like she is killing it in the game. But I really want to be able to have a bunch of other people like support them. So they're not the only ones, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Like they must be, ex- I think every time I see Ava, I'm always like, Hey girl, hey, like I'm not asking for anything, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you just sort of, I just feel, I can just imagine 
like everyone, like the world is on her shoulders, you know? Anyway, I'm sort of off topic, but that's what I, you know, that's what I feel. And and then and talking about just going back to white feminism and racism and all of that sort of thing, you know, there's a real feeling of like, we're tired of educating. We're tired of like trying to make like, you know, like, how can I help and not be racist? And it's like, it's not my fucking job to make you not racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't know. I'm yes. not fucking racist. Like, yes. I don't know what happened. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You want to go talk to my mother? want to go talk to Zabriah? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. How did you do- <laughs> You know what I mean? Are people being like, I'm not a misogynist? Or like, you know, the whole backlash of the Me Too thing, you know, and I'm like, you know, you're just like, okay, okay. And then like, you know, and then it's, and I am sort of doing, and I'm working on a project with this, but sort of like the young white guy who's weirdly, and it sounds terrible and I shouldn't laugh, but like, who's slightly being fucked over because no one's checking for like a young white guy anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how's it feel to be the black woman of like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I know that feeling. You are now the black woman. How does it feel, white man, to be the colored woman in the room? (laughs) But, you know, I think about that, too. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And I'm like, and that's my only solution. I've thought about it a lot of 2018. I was like, we just need our own access to resources. And if we stopped, if we had to stop asking permission for someone to tell our stories or to make our stories or to be like, no, 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 in the black community, this really means something. Or like, no, 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 women get together, we talk like this. Like, you know, like we can't even have a real conversation in a very public forum about white feminism, the intersectionality of feminism, right? Because the patriarchy is coming for us. Like we can't divide up. I really do feel like we, that's all that Trump is looking for is to sort of like somehow divide black against white and white, you know what I mean? And pit us against each other. That's the one thing where, you know, like I, I, I like that's where we're just, I think we're all like, even like everyone's sort of like, mm, like you see the black girls with the side eye of like, mm, we'll talk about that later, girl. You know what I mean? We have our little yeah. Facebook thing because you don't want to go public and put people on blast. Because that's exactly what they're looking for to divide us and so that we don't get shit accomplished together. Yeah. Anyway, that's my soapbox. (laughs) But I really, but I really, I really feel that. I just threw a lot at you, girl. (laughs) No, I'm, 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 I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for it. Um, I'm like, is an answer going to come? <laughs> no, no, but no, but it's like, I, I'm not mad at that. Like it's a lot. It's a, it's a pretty complicated, it's a complicated thing. And it's where we are right now. Like with the election coming up, like it's insane. I mean, yeah. it's insane and it makes no fucking sense to me. It never fucking has. It enrages me. <laughs> and you know, I, yes, each circumstance is different. There's not like, here's a playbook for, here it is. <laughs> like, yeah, right? you know, like in parentheses, like how to make a white person feel comfortable while talking about race. Oh my, totally. But uh, so, I know. And it's so funny. It's so, it's totally like, <laughs> like I had a friend, like I'm up for this um, gig, um, which I'm really excited about, but I don't think I'm going to get it. It's running a female film fund where I would fucking kill it. Right. But I talked to another person of mine. I was like, well, Effie, you scare white people. <laughs> you don't scare and me. I, was like, I know. I love you. Because like you're down, you know what I mean? And I'm like, but there's a whole thing of like, there's a lot of people. They're like, oh, because if you speak your mind and if you are in your truth, you know, 
they're like, well, you scare them. Like you, you know what I mean? You're like, wow. And then I, and I heard that from a couple of other people where I was like, oh, really? Like, oh. tough shit. But you have to sort of figure yeah, out, like, how, I'm I with know. you. No, 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 I'm not mad. But so you have to figure out, like, how do you, when you walk into a room, like, I've had other sisters be like, all right, F, like, yeah. Like, you have your dreadlocks, your red dreadlocks, your nose ring. Like, you're going to have to, like, people get freaked out. Like, they don't know. Because, again, again, they're not thinking about us. Like, that's the yeah. truth. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. not, we think that they're thinking about inclusion and diversity. Like, we're thinking about inclusion and diversity. They're not. Yeah. They're like, who is this sister coming up in here? Our angry woman or whatever. Like, like you like, you're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do with it. And so I'm like, I'm constantly having to make people feel comfortable in order to execute what I need to get done. And that's when the end justifies the means. But that's also where I had, um, like, it's a little Machiavellian for sure. But that was also coming up to like, where I was like, you need to pull it together. Like last year, like, have your nice little rich white lady here. Like, pull it together really get your armor back on, like let some stuff go, pray and meditate, and then like come back at it strong. And that's what this year, I mean, it's already what, like April or whatever, like I'm killing it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, this is what it looks like, get that hustle on. But it's a, it's really, it's really deep. (laughs) It's really deep. Like, how do I make you feel comfortable so that you give me enough money to make my little black girl action movie? (laughs) Oh, it's, oh, it's, You know, like before we started recording, you know, we talked about selling out, yeah. right? And and that idea of, because it, it, it goes back to, especially within this industry, like I don't think it's a, like the same for like tax accountants of America. You know, it's um, <clears throat> because there's the image, there's the illusion, there's the brand, there's the this, there's the that. And also wanting to keep a roof over your head. hundred percent. Clothes on your back and I know, your and belly I'm full. Exactly. And I'm like, and I want to like have nice things. <laughs> and that's, I didn't that's marry okay. rich. I'm literally I'm like this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. And so the, you know, the calculated, and I don't even want to say that delete. Nope. being brave enough to take inspired action. And because at least for me, it's if I believe that I'm safe, I'm either safe or I'm not ultimately. Either like, you're in faith, either you have faith, or yeah, you don't. There is no, yeah, like regardless, either, yeah. regardless yeah. of the people that I meet and the, Every single time that I betray self in order not to betray another. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is so super painful because it's I'm willing to betray my ideals or I'm willing to betray because I, I for the greater good. But, you know, okay, keep going. <clears throat> mm-hmm. In this sense of if I can control the situation by being X, Y, or Z, thinking that, oh, this will allow me to then be more likely to succeed. Mm. And then finding that I end up getting fucked doubly over. That is so, I mean, 
riddle me this because I'm in yes. I'm in that sort of like fulcrum, right? Yeah. Because I know I have to. You call people like you have to play the game or do whatever. I mean, because if really with my ideals, if I really had the courage of my conviction, like I wouldn't, like I would really, I would probably never work. I mean, that's and that's the truth because I would really. Because there's a lot of like, uh, especially when you're dealing with people with money. Yeah. And I'm a producer, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm the person that's like, there's, I got to handle shit, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to find, I have to talk to the creatives and be with the creatives. And I got to talk to the money and like, you know, resolve that. They, I, I, there are so many meetings that I have when I'm dealing with financiers or creative executives and the crazy shit that they say. That if I stopped them every time, like, like you know, he's like, so like, I remember doing a pitch when I was working like back, back, back in the day at Tim Burton Productions, where a guy who's like well known is like, you know, he's like the great white hope of the jungle. And, da, da, da. and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him, swear to God, hand to God. And I literally, and I was like, this cannot pass. Like, you know what I mean? I had to say, great white hope. And then he got, he looked and he's like, oh yeah, you're black. Like, you know what I mean? But like I, there's so many times that people like I'm in a, I'm in a very important meeting with a very fancy group, and someone who won an Oscar like literally leans over and touches my dreadlocks, right, and goes like, "Your hair is so interesting." Now this is what's, and I'm like, Fuh. you know what I mean? That's a black. And it was like, there's a whole like thing of like a, touching a black woman's don't, hair, no, don't, and my dreadlocks. Are you out of your mind? But I was like, I'm at a meeting where we're discussing something big, and I need this motherfucker on my side. Right. So do I, you know what I mean? I already look across the table. I'm like, and I know you're against me. And like, I'm going to have to like be funny because that's my sort of thing. Cause I'm not, I mean, I'm funny. I can be funny. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I can't be like, I will choke you. You know what I mean? I can't be like that. I need him on my side. And I had to like, and that's what I'm saying. There's certain things that I just sort of have to be like, when I say like the end justifies the means, you're yeah. just like, you know what I mean? And it wish, and I wish, but I think maybe that's probably why, like in 2018, I had to do that clearing out yeah. where I was like, okay, you had yeah. a good 46 years of like, you got to like sit down and clear all that shit out. That's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Is it? And yeah. Yeah. And the times that I, but the things, so I've been talking about the things that you've like, um, that have devastated you, like the things that have devastated me yeah. have been when I have like given and given and given. Like if I just like, like open up my heart and I gave and I gave and I gave because it felt, you know, it stood for my, my whole thing is inclusion and diversity. I've been doing that shit from day one. Yes. Not since like they started like from day yeah. one. Like the first movie I ever did looked like America. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But I would do, I would give to someone who Desert was like. Blue. There's a blue. And but I'm a cheerleader. Remember? But I'm a cheerleader was my furry for like one of my Was that your first first? It was uh, my first first was a movie called Spark that okay. had Terrence Howard and that. But it was like, but like literally, like I would do those movies that were always about the other. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know what I mean? Always, always. Um, I don't know my whole point was. But anyway, but I'm just but I the things that they've gotten me was I have worked with someone who might have looked like me, had the same experience as me, and when they have betrayed me. Like, you know what I mean? When they don't have the same integrity of like, we're in this fight together. Oh, like, you know what yes. I mean? Like that's the thing when you're like, <gasps> like that's a selling out that I don't understand. Like that that's not to me a selling. Selling out to me, like that, that's that's brutal. And that's a thing that I had to really be like, oh, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Got it. Okay. Like that's a lesson that I had to learn. But you know, when we're talking about the my fantasy of selling out, like 
I could probably like sell out and do like some terrible rom-com if it was like yeah. for a lot of money. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I just want to make a lot of money. Like I want to know what it's like. Like I've always been so struggling. You know what I mean? Like I've always like cutting down my rate and making things. But I want to get paid like those. But, yeah. Because do you feel that you're ready now to receive it? That's it. I am. I do feel like I'm ready to receive it. Because here's an old story that I had to stop telling myself and I had to keep outing myself when I'd say, um, there's a whole thing that like black folks have to say, like you have to be twice women too, like twice to work twice as hard, For twice as smart, much. half as much. And you know what? I fucking said that. You know what I have? I got half as much. And I was like, you know, because words are powerful. Amen. Words are powerful. And I'm a manifester. And especially women, we can manifest some shit. Like that's like another gift, like, you know, from the universe for us. And I was like, I got to stop that. That's an old bullshit story. Like, I don't have, I'm a work, you know, I'm a get four times as much. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that's going to be like. Fuck the half. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a plethora. It's abundance. And that's what I'm working on now. I'll let you know how it goes next year. <laughs> Please. Well, because it makes me think of two people. Um, Hey, do you know Arlen Hamilton? Hmm. Sounds familiar. Okay. Well, t- we'll talk more about her after and Emily Best. Of course. Arlen, is she the financier person? Yes. yes with the Forbes, the sister. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and Emily's uh, great. Emily, I mean, she's the bee's knees. I mean, the, the first time I met her, she was pregnant. The second time. She's always pregnant. She's always like this. She's like, she's like such a cool mom. And I was just like, I was like, and that's I was like, girl, you can do it. You got all of this. You got all of this. And that it, 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 women, women like yourself, like Arlen, like Emily, give me hope. And because every movie at the end of the day, it's one movie at a time, right? It's just one movie at a time. You can change the world one movie at a time because you can change someone's mind. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. 100%. 100%. You know, so it's, it, uh, I remember I I had been attached to a movie as a actor for four years financing kept on going into escrow and then falling through mm-hmm. and i remember the director calling me saying oh, yeah it's just i mean it's not an escrow and i don't know and i was like listen sign me on as a producer and i'll i'll, I'll make that happen like we'll make this i will this. i will make it happen i will raise we'll be filming in january this was september he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I meditated every day mm-hmm. and I would sit with my laptop open and this was back in 2009 and I would just scroll through Facebook and stop intuitively Ooh, at nice. certain people. Mm-hmm. And the first person I stopped on, their email handle had risk taker in it. And I didn't know who this person was. And I just reached out anyway. And we ended up being able to film in January. Like, and raised over 75K just simply based off. Yes. I intuitively feel, ba 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 Because I went the traditional route, too, of it's... like every person that I knew. People that I had had relationships with from the time I was 13. Like people that would sing my praises, like hallelujah. Come up quirk. off that dollar. Yes. Uh-huh. But it's a like, story. ooh, mm-hmm. and not even like a sliver of, well, we can't, we can't write you a check, but we can do this, 
you know, because I feel like there's always wiggle room, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's like we can donate camera equipment or we can donate clothing, which Levi's gaslighting. That's the thing where you're like, I thought you were for me. And then you're like, but not like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it can be heartbreaking. And also, at least for me, it's it's allowed me to get clearer and to refine my vision in terms of those people that I desire to work alongside. A hundred percent. But I just want to commend you on, and like I think like a something that really just got clarified for me is that really through meditation and the quiet, like the little yeah. voice, because like, yeah. we speak in a whisper, like God speaks in a whisper. Like God's not loud. God's like, look, right? you know what I mean? Like it's like, like you need to get quiet and yeah. then like he will shake you. You know what I mean? And I, and when, when meditation and intuitive, like that actually works a hundred percent of the it time. works and a lot of the time a lot of the time when you're like you know what it's not some don't go the traditional way because everybody's going that traditional way yeah you might need to figure out a different way like open your mind like matrix oh blow your mind you know what yes. i mean like yes. that's where i'm like that's what i think 100 percent. well speaking of the matrix and the web um would you be open to coming back here? Oh my God, 100%. Point yeah. to delve even deeper? I would love to. This was great. I love the fact that this was, I didn't know it was going to get so deep. I was like, yes, let's talk God and life. Yes, yes. please. Like, I because here's the thing. If it, people, people already know you from Project Greenlight. They know you like from that. It's, this isn't to me, this is about getting to go deep and getting to be honest. Like again, mm-hmm. like edgy super soul Sunday. Totally. Like I don't give a fuck about Matt Damon. I, I never have. I, I never will. One day I'll be able to call him that favor though. I'll be like, remember Matt when you said, yeah, come be in my movie. Yeah. Then I could get, you know what? And that'll be the first movie I get financed like that. Amen <laughs> to that. You know, it's like, okay. Um, but I, I, I'm so grateful that, that, um, you agreed to come on and, and you shared your time and, and your wisdom and your heart. And, uh, yeah. Is, is there anything that you desire to promote or anything? You know what? (laughs) No, I'm like this. I'm like, I'm glad that we actually, I, I, I like the fact that we actually had a real conversation and that's really, it's worth its weight in gold because so many times you have, you know, it's exhausting having bullshit conversations. It's exhausting or something Ooh. to be like, you can Google that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. To be like, you can Google it. Exactly. Like, it's all fine, you know, but like, I, I really appreciate that. And I like the fact that you keep like this cool, safe space. So like, keep it going. I, I love it. That. Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye. That was great. Oh, thank you. Excellent. And this is, so, oh my God. And we're on. Oh, this is perfect. I know.